still real to me, damn it! Hey everybody, and welcome to Styling and Profiling with Cam and Zam. My name is Cam Porter. With me, as always, is the most glorious supreme co-host in all the lands, Michael Zam. Keep it going. <laughs> Wait for it. Pino. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna get longer you know, every time. The word Pino sounds real <laughs> weird when it's just when separated. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Unless it's followed by like noir. <laughs> or uh Grigio. Grigio. Yeah. I don't know if there's other Pino things out there. There are. Okay. I, I believe. What does Pino mean? Like, in, like Pinot Noir and Pinot Grigio. What is the Pinot That's mean? a good question. I'll get the research department okay, on it. Okay, yeah. Which is just <laughs> you on your laptop. Don't tell people that. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry to break the illusion and the magic. <laughs> Take you behind the scenes here. Yeah. Any of several v- varieties of wine grape. So I guess it defines oh, okay. the type of grape. Okay. Uh, the chief, Especially the chief varieties, Pinot Noir, Pinot Blanc, Pinot Blanc. and Pinot Gris. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So Edward's referring to a stupid-ass grape. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking grape. Michael Michael Zam Grape. <laughs> but you know what? It's funny, though, because it oh it, it says any of several varieties of wine grapes. Oh. So it's very vague. Huh. I don't like it. I guess it's just, yeah. It's a, just a catch-all. <laughs> Change my name. Just Zam. Just shorten it to Zam. <laughs> yeah. Michael Zam. Name. Michael Zam. I don't like that either. <laughs> so we are here to talk about wrestling. Yeah, we are. Specifically. Bunkhouse Stampede, nineteen eighty-eight. Oh boy! Which is, uh, huh? You know what? I actually kind of had fun watching this. I the last couple of matches. Well, first off, there's only four matches, right? That and the last two were fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but the first two were drizzling shit. The second one, yeah, I did not like that. No, not at all. Uh, This is uh, Jim Crockett Promotions, NWA. Uh, This is their second official pay-per-view do you happen to have the definition of what a bunkhouse stampede is and consists of um because apparently there it's a tournament so okay so if you remember in uh starcade 86 we had the greatest video package of all time we need to put that on the Facebook. we need i do i know i need to do that uh dude sitting around a campfire talking about the way he describes it it's like a battle royale where right. everyone comes out and you get thrown over the top rope and you lose. But apparently... That was a not accurate that description. That wasn't, because in this, this is the Stampede finale. Right. So it's like everyone who has won a Stampede preliminary is now Which in the maybe Stampede the preliminaries finale. were the Battle Royale Maybe. Style? But this is still technically kind of a Battle Royale. It's just in a steel <laughs> cage. You have to throw them over the top of the cage, which is the most convoluted oh, shit. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. I've yeah. got notes on that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Uh, interesting thing about this, if you remember, we talked last uh, last time, Starcade '87, that was uh, NWA's first actual pay per view, yeah. And Vince McMahon got pissed, so he put uh, Survivor Series on at the same time and yeah. told all the cable providers, all the pay per view providers, if you, you don't pick us, you won't get WrestleMania. Well, apparently, that pissed off a lot of the pay per view uh, providers. So this time, they told Vince, like, you can't do that shit no more. Like you can't, well, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Make try and monopolize. Yeah. So Vince was like, okay. So when Bunkhouse Stampede came out on pay per view, Vince put out on the same day Royal Rumble free on basic cable. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That what a piece of shit! I know. Have we we've already done that Royal Rumble? Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Right? We've done we that Royal. It. That was the first Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, we're catching up, man. Yeah, I know. We're Woo-hoo! getting there. Eighty eight. Year after baby. I was born. This is uh. Uh, from oh, I, I wrote down Bunkhouse Stampede from New York City. <laughs> yeah. We are branching out. We got Chicago last yeah. time. Now New York City, Chi Town Heat, New York City. WCW yeah. is is expanding outside of the Southern Market. Is this the first NWA pay per view without a subtitle? It's well, it's our first Starcade, non Starcade, non Starcade. Yeah, yeah, the Starcades all seem to have had subtitles. Yeah, so this I don't is know. Just Bunkhouse Stampede. Yeah, the subtitle is. The finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Subtitle the is... The finals of a thing that we never explained was a tournament. Right. I don't... Uh. Weird. 
was so confused. This whole pay per view was very confusing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have our most annoying of the uh, replacement music so far. Yes. Uh, you have that queued up. Let's I do. We're gonna give the audience this. a little taste. This is Enjoy having first. this stuck in your head for <laughs> the foreseeable future. It's catchy and it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. real annoying. Real annoying. You know what, though? But oddly satisfying. The way that this sounds, like the way that it's, uh, this might be the actual original music. Oh yeah, because the way, like, but they used it for multiple people. That's the only did, reason why. Yeah, I'm... and it could, be, but I don't know the way I can hear. Like, it sounds very tinny in the headphones. They did a very good job of making it sound like it was right. happening in yeah, yeah, the yeah. in the place. I yeah. noticed that of the first couple times because I was like, "Ooh, it didn't really sound like it was yeah. replacement." Or yeah. Like, like the way you can tell when uh, a lot of times in movies when there's ADR, yeah, uh, exactly, which is additional yeah. It just dialogue recording, so much cleaner, and yeah. which is basically means like they're they're shooting a scene and the 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 sound from the room was yeah. crap, yeah. So people so came into a studio and, they, yeah. and recorded them to try and match up their mouth movements, exactly. Yeah, uh, they're basically making themselves lip sync after the fact, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of neat. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then we have uh, our commentators, Jim Ross and Bob Cottle. Ugh. Drizzling shits. I don't like Bob Cottle. Me neither. And uh, I and I like him less after what you told me. Yeah, I did some research because this is the shortest pay per view we've watched so far. By far, least amount of notes we've ever took. One hundred and thirteen minutes. Yeah, not long at all. Less than two hours. One fifty three. Yeah. So I was worried we weren't going to have enough to talk about, so I just started researching shit, <laughs> trying yeah. to get more information. So I found out Bob Cottle. Uh, this was his side gig, and he was never really that interested in it. Uh, he worked for and it a, shows. Yeah, he worked for a North Carolina <laughs> senator, Jesse Helms. If you, if you don't know who Jesse Helms is, uh, just look him up. Yeah, uh, worked for you him. May love him. Worked for him up until just the last couple of years. Yeah, when he retired. But uh, yeah, he was the uh, weatherman on a station that Jesse Helms owned. And when that station brought in Jim Crocker Promotions, he was right. like, "Hey, just start doing commentary on this as well." Yeah, and so he He's just like, started hey, doing I, it. I kind of like your voice. Or yeah, something. and so he just kept doing it just because his boss told him to. He's like, "Ugh, I hate this." <laughs> yeah, you can tell in his voice. He's I was not gonna say, a fan. It also uh, explains why he never sounds like he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, man, for a guy who's doing like play-by-play in, in professional wrestling, he does not sound like he knows what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, there's nothing, yeah. He's just there. Um, and then, so our ring announcer this time, instead of play-by-play, our ring announcer is Tony Schiavone. Tony, Tony who the mustache Schiavone. fully mulleted and mustached yes. at this point. Yes. He's got a full-on mullet and a bushy-ass mustache. It's funny, because when we first saw him, he looked like... Somebody would look now, like you just a regular, like a normal guy. A normal guy, but then and he as does these again later. On, yeah, like yeah. once WCW actually comes in, he looks like a normal dude. <laughs> he normalized himself, but like for this period here, he was just like, I'm getting totally. 80s. I'm embracing it. I'm in br- I'm must big burly mustache, yeah. mullet, mullet mustache, yeah. the whole nine. Yeah, He's the two wins, the it. mullet and the mustache. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He's Eminem'd. Eminem'd. <laughs> uh, before we jump into the first match. There was a dark match that Ooh. wasn't on the pay-per-view. Like an undercard, an if you undercard, will. An undercard, yeah. And it actually seems like a really good match. It's Sting and Jimmy Garvin. Why didn't we get that? I don't know. Versus the Sheep Herders, which we will come to know later in the WWF as the Bushwhackers. Bushwhackers. Yes. Uh, it was a tag team match against them. And from everything I've read, it sounded like a really good match. There's just Are no the Bushwhackers of one of those teams that like they actually were from that yeah, place? Yeah, they're from New Zealand. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, Butch Miller and Luke Williams. They're I'm actually like, from New York. They Zealand. were one of the few where I was like, man, if they're not from there, that I, yeah. their accents are yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I like, but this was like. How great would it be if they were just both really good actors? <laughs> yeah. Just all these years. Their method. This was still like, they're from New Zealand, but this is still back. And even nowadays, like, people don't know the difference between New Zealand and Australia. Oh, not so at all. So they were mostly just like Australian guys. Oh, yeah. They were billed as from Australia, yeah. right? I, well, I think they were billed from New Zealand, but all when the stereotypes oh, yeah. were all Australian. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. they were probably forced to say shit about shrimp Good day, on the bar reasons, and all that though. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dingo babies. <laughs> yeah. At least the sheep herder's name, because that's New Zealand. <laughs> sheep are fucking everywhere. So right. that at least 
But yeah, Bushwhackers is totally Did Australian. Did you ever see that, that office where Kevin tries to do an Australian yes. accent? Yes, oh my god. <laughs> Alligators. Alligators. Dingo babies. <laughs> 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 Woohoo! Oh, so oh boy. So that gets us to uh, the first match. First official pay-per-view match. Yeah, the first match that we see. Yes, which is Nikita Koloff versus Bobby Eaton. Beautiful Bobby Eaton. For the Eaton. beautiful Bobby Eaton for the NWA World Television Championship. Uh, my first note on this was that uh, beautiful Bobby looks like if the older brother from the Wonder Years had a real rough go <laughs> after the show ended. Uh, if you don't remember the Wonder Years, his name was Jason Hervey. Just do a Google image search. Yeah. Uh, I'll make a little side-by-side, hopefully put it up on the thing. You know what's uh, funny is uh, the older brother from Home Alone. Uh-huh. He's recently started showing up oh, shit yeah. again and yeah. he looks like he he doesn't look great but he's like actually a pretty good actor. No, yeah, he was in uh uh oh what's it called? Uh Jesus. Oh, I can't think of it. It's a really good movie. It's like a revenge movie. Blue uh, Ruin. Blue Ruin. Yes, that was a great movie. God, that movie was yeah. so good. The same guy that did that did a movie uh last year or the year before last called The Green Room. Yes. Yeah, and that's a fucking fantastic yeah, movie. With, yeah, uh, Patrick Stewart. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's about punk rockers fighting Nazis. I love it's it. It's fucking great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Older, random older brothers from, <laughs> yeah. from sitcoms. I saw him and I was like, that dude looks really familiar. So I looked him up and I'm like, yeah, that's the dude from fucking Home Alone. Yeah, if Jason Hervey's still doing it, I don't know. Uh, I haven't. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He grew up to be Tony Schiavone. I feel like I also saw Donkey Lips in something recently. Remember Donkey uh, yeah. Lips from Salute yeah. Shorts? Yeah. Huh. I wonder what he's doing. I don't know. Let's call him. I know one of the guys from Pete and Pete, uh, Endless Mike, one of the bullies from Pete and Pete, yeah. was in Sin City. Oh, nice. The first Sin City movie, and I think that was the last thing he did. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> they they called Nikita Koloff the Russian Nightmare, and I wrote, uh, isn't the Russian Nightmare just living in Russia? <laughs> yeah. Bread lines and communism. That's the Russian That's, Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. What's funny though is they he's the Russian nightmare and he's this, yeah we're still like feuding with Russia at this point. Oh yeah. But he's the face. Right. He's getting the cheers. Oh, that's... Nobody likes Bobby Eaton and fucking Jim Cornette. Right. Yeah, when yeah. they made him turn face during the like Cold War era. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it so is weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Cuz we're I think we are just post like uh Red Dawn. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. Red Dawn has is only a couple years old yeah, maybe. Yeah, the Russians are just, still be the villains but they're like nope nikita koloff good guy they're like well we like him (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, i wrote down that eaton's trunks are the sign that neon is here oh my god (laughs) neon we are in the time of neon yes he has uh neon green on the front neon and neon pink in the back very distracting yeah and it says uh, does it say say beautiful bobby on the butt something like that yeah but those colors represent a very specific time like in my childhood yeah like basically the window from like 88 to 91 yeah was everything was fucking neon yeah yeah like i feel like that lasted a few oh, yeah. years yeah definitely he looks like i the, the tights to me like not on him but the tights look like something the joker would wear yeah. if he was a professional wrestler yeah yeah they're very they're very sting like they like, are sting yeah, gets yeah, away yeah. with that shit yeah surfer sting surfer sting yeah um yeah, but those colors like immediately took me to a specific time <laughs> where like, I was oh, like, childhood. "Oh man, I was just transported," <laughs> and I don't know if it was good or bad. No. Uh, this match, holy also shit. Bobby Eaton's mullet is like the trashiest. Mullet. Oh god, yeah, it's really it's it's it's, it's just long and unkempt. Yeah. and blonde. It's the mullet you would see like at three in the morning. And like a dimly lit Dollar General. <laughs> it's well, look, it's well established if you know me personally that I I feel strangely <laughs> about adult men with blonde hair. So when you add on to the blonde hair, right, just overall, just kind of making it gross. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, then it's just, it's really upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I know. And it upsets me because I have blonde hair. Yeah, but yours isn't like blonde i got the ombre it's not natural right if it was naturally blonde then well, i'd be weirded Bobby out Eaton's is natural either you could see his roots could you okay yeah. even then though why dye the whole thing blonde i don't know <laughs> some of it like you have is passable yeah it still makes me feel weird <laughs> i'll scoot away a little bit we'll all right fine. cool cool <laughs> when by the um, way when did being called a cue ball 
hurt people's feelings. Yeah, why is that? They call someone calls Nikita cue ball at one point. I'm like, I don't imagine ever somebody saying that and me going, ow. You know, or like, or having thing, a reaction at all, really. The only thing I could think, like, if I was bald and somebody said something to me about my baldness, would be called, that would, like, make me angry, would be calling me a skinhead because of the connotations with Nazis. Right. I don't want to be associated with that. But it's one of those weird like, things, Q-ball. like, ha ha ha, your hair follicles don't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're bald at a young age. <laughs> and it might be on purpose. Maybe your hair grows yeah, just fine. Yeah, you just like having a shaved head. But of all the insults, though, cue ball, cue ball. You look See, like a pool ball. <laughs> if you had said to me what you just said, like, haha, your hair follicles don't work and your that bald hurts at a young age, more. That's cutting. That yeah, would be yeah. like, oh my God, you're right. But cue ball, cue like, ball. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's essential to the game of billiards. Yeah, yeah, I'm. You could not play without it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the beginning of this match, uh, I really liked it too because Bobby Eaton and Jim Cornette's out there with Bobby Eaton, and they're doing their whole thing. And before the match starts, Bobby Eaton is like, "Hold on," he's like, "Motions to the ref," he's like, "Hold on a minute," motions to Kitty call off, "Hold on a minute," and then he hugs Jim Cornette, and it's a really tender moment, and the crowd fucking hates it. <laughs> <laughs> they're in New York. They're like, hey, "Fuck you!" <laughs> yeah, they are. Booing the shit out of a, a nice fuck about bro your hug. affection. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple instances in here where there's just some straight up New York shit by the oh, yeah. audience. Yeah, um, uh, I, we get a really good quote <laughs> towards the beginning or middle of the match. I can't remember where it was, but uh, Koloff is just like uh, I, I I don't remember what he's doing, but he's uh, he's he's got uh, he's got him in some sort of hold, and Pop Coddle says. Koloff certainly doing a good job of writing him. Uh, I was like, ew, that felt weird. Yeah. He's not, though. Like, what he was doing didn't even seem like writing. Yeah. Was it when he had him in the turnbuckle and he was, like, staying up and just punching him in the head? Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, because that's not, yeah. That was gross, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. And then I wrote that uh, Jim Ross says, he's done a lot by teaming with Dusty Rhodes, dot, dot, dot. His super partner. Super partner. What's that mean? I don't know. He super has, partner. He has superpowers. Wouldn't his super partner be the other not Russian guy? The other fucking Crusher Khrushchev? <sighs> like, that would be it. Right, he's still a like, bad guy. Right, but, like, you think Russia's a superpower, super partner. Also, Nikita Koloff and Dusty Rhodes. Weird combo. Super weird. Weird combo. I don't like it. Me neither. It's, it makes me feel strange. Yeah. <laughs> you have, like, the fittest... And the least fit. <laughs> They're like, let's get, uh, let's just get the most opposite of, of human yeah, male yeah, physique yeah. and make them a tag team. Make one Russian and one a good old Texas boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the camera guys has sunglasses on, by the way. Really? I didn't I don't notice know if you that. Noticed that. He has like straight up 80s, like, you know, the, the big plastic, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. bright frames, dark, nice. dark sunglasses on. At one point, one of the cameramen is moving around the ring, and it just cuts yeah. to a shot, and you just hear Jim Cornette going, Stop following me! Yeah. <laughs> he tells him to get out of his way at one point, too. Yeah. Uh, there's also a really funny part where uh, Cornette is taunting Koloff uh, yeah. from the mat, and I can't remember what he was saying, but it, it's just one of those things that like wouldn't have been funny if it weren't Jim Cornette. Right. Right, it's like later at the end of the match. Jim Cornette, Cornette is in. a comedian. He is. He's I'm convinced. Funny. I hate him as a person. Right, but as a character, he's hilarious. He's funny. Yeah, and, uh, and he it, recognizes when things are funny. Yeah, which we'll get to. At the end of the match, he gets in uh, and uh, he starts going towards Eaton and fucking Nick Koloff gets in the way and he like goes to raise his tennis racket to yeah. hit him and Koloff grabs it. And Cornette does a full, like, jumping back pump. Like, he jumps, like, three feet in the air and just falls on his back, all from him taking his tennis racket. Yeah. And it was hilarious. <laughs> like, it scared him that bad. Oh, man. Uh, 30 second. I wrote down 30 seconds left, and Koloff has a major wedgie. Yes. Dude, at one point, half, half of his trunks were up his butt. Yeah. And you see the entirety of an ass cheek. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing, like, half a thong. It was gross. Yeah. Uh, this comes down. Ugh. It gets to the wire. It's a really boring this is fucking match. Bad time management. Bad time management. Boring match because half the match, it's 20 minutes. 
So and at least it. 15 minutes of it is eating putting Cole off in an arm bar. Oh, yeah. And that's it. I've noticed that a lot about like longer matches with yeah, bigger guys. Yeah, you got to have a... rest holes. You can't sure. go for 20 minutes straight. Fuck like no. you got to fucking rest. So they put them in these rest holes, but it just kills the momentum when you do yeah. it too much. Yeah. When it's most of the match. Right. Or it feels like it is. And anyway. there was there was legitimately a couple of cool, like at one point, Koloff goes to hit him with the uh, the, the Russian sickle, his clothesline. Oh, line, yeah. But he catches and turns it into that arm bar. And that was kind of cool, but then he holds it for way too long and it way, just gets way, boring way again. Long. Yeah. But at the end, it comes down to it. It starts getting, you know, they're coming down from 10 and uh, he hits him with the Russian sickle again, pins him, but then the timer expires. So right. it's, it's a draw. Well, and it's one of those things where like, you know, he's hearing the time counting down. But he's not. But he hits the sickle and yeah. then, like, turns around really well, slowly because starts, he has to wait. Yeah, the time starts. It's like 10 minutes left or whatever. And he throws him into the turnbuckle and starts punching him again. And it's like, you can hear the timer. Fucking take him out, man. Yeah, well, as there's, like, 10 seconds left, it's like, you know, he hits him and you're like, all right, now turn around and get him quickly yeah. because there's, kind of show you're like, for a there's second. six seconds left. Yeah. You can use three of those to pin this man. <laughs> yeah, but no, he waits nope, until there's to three make seconds it a fucking left draw. to start the pin. He gets a one count and then the bell rings. Dumb. Yeah. So dumb. Uh, so after this, we go to uh, <laughs> a little, um, I don't know what you call the pieces just a little, in between. Yeah, just a little filler. Vignette. Yeah, with, uh, with uh, Bob Cottle and Jim Ross. They're talking about whatever because I'm not paying attention. No, just the match. And then the referee just walks right the fuck in front right of them. In fr- right in front. Right in front of the camera, between the camera and them. Uh, and knows he's doing it because you can see it yeah. on his face. You, lo- you see him kind of look at the camera and then go, oh, and, shit. Uh, well, it, it, but he, it's almost like a, I don't fucking care yeah, kind yeah. of an oh, shit. Like, yeah. Like, I, yeah. like Ah, I walked in front of the thing. Fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that happens, and then uh, Bobby Eaton and Jim Cornette are walking by at the same time. With Lex Luger. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's because right. Because he comes out at the end of the match to help beat up Koloff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Jim Cornette sees it happening, sees and Jim Cornette just starts laughing his dick <laughs> off. <laughs> he la- he kind of points. He, mo- he yeah, like, yeah. gets Bobby Eaton and Lex Luger's attention to point out what happened, and, and then starts laughs. laughing his ass off. While yeah. on camera. Yes. So good. That, that, yet another reason why I'm like, Jim Cornette's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't mean to be, but he is funny. <laughs> From there, we go into match number two. Larry Zabisco versus Barry Windham. Larry Nabisco. Larry Nabisco, a.k.a. AKA Bobo Jim Belushi. Hell yeah. Versus Barry Windham. Now, speaking of Dusty Rhodes' tag team partners, Barry Windham was a long tag team partner of Dusty Rhodes, and that's a partnership I can get behind. Sure. But not Koloff and Dusty Rhodes. No. That just doesn't make sense. Uh-uh. Um, uh, Larry Zbysko brought down in the ring by Baby, Baby Doll. Doll. <laughs> I never, ever like hearing them say it. Baby Doll. And you know what? They've said it different ways, too, and yeah. I just don't like hearing them say those two words. Just but Baby Doll is not a good, it's not a good name. Well, there's also just no reason for a Baby Doll to be associated with wrestling in any right. way, shape, or form. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't, like, Baby, just call her Baby. That'd yeah. be... But Something. baby doll, that's just weird. Especially, with, yeah, just the 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 accent on doll. Yeah, I don't like that. Baby doll. Uh, nope. Mm. Don't do that. No. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, so this is for the Western States Heritage Title UWF Western States Heritage Championship. My question is, what is the Western <laughs> States right heritage? Uh, nothing good. I mean, I can't think of much. Racism and xenophobia. That's about <laughs> so, it. Okay, so the definition of, of, of heritage is, uh, you know, property that may be inherited, uh-huh. of course, uh, a special or individual uh, possession, uh, valued objects uh, that can be passed down. I, I don't understand... Why this would be the name of a championship belt? Okay, well, hold on. This might give you some insight. Uh, so this is the list of people who have held the belt. Okay, uh-huh. ready? Barry Windham. Okay. Larry Zabisco. Uh huh. That's it. <laughs> Larry Zabisco won it from Barry Windham in this match, and then it was retired. <laughs> and Larry or Barry Windham won it after a championship or after a, a tournament to crown the champion. So it was literally for two years this belt was around, and then it was gone. Yes, yeah, something that is handed down from the past as a tradition. 
So it's handed down from so one dude. So this isn't even. There was only two to people. To a second dude. There was only, and that's, that's And it. then they're done. The tradition's over. Real stupid. What the fuck? Real dumb. As if they needed more titles. We've seen before they've got like 12 fucking titles. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable how many stupid fucking championship belts they have. Jesus Christ. In this. Uh, oh, the, the, in the beginning, uh, Baby Doll goes over to like. You know, blah blah with Barry yeah, Windham, yeah, yeah. and she's on the verge of breaking character the entire time. She is about to laugh. Yes, yes. Like the whole time she's supposed to be shit talking Barry Windham. Yes. Uh, that made me laugh a lot. Also, she not very supportive. No, I don't know if you noticed that. No, but not uh, at all. she outside of the ring, the 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 match starts, and it's I don't know ten fifteen seconds in, and she seems very upset that he has not won the match already. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Come on, what are you doing? We got dinner plans." Yeah, I mean, yeah. Too, fuck. Yeah. Like even when he's doing well, she's she like, does not care. There's a part where she says, uh, "Here's the quote: Come on, Larry." Get up and do something. This is while he had him in like a leg lock. Yeah. And it's like he has the momentum. This is He's on. Five minutes into the match. So stupid. Yeah. And uh, this, so is, a, this point, is another 20 minute match. I wrote, uh, at that point, I wrote in parentheses Baby Doll, kind of a bitch. Kind of kind of really a bitch. Yeah. Not cool. No. She's like basically negging him the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you're horrible. <laughs> do better. Get a bigger dick. <laughs> <laughs> There's a point uh, in the match where Wyndham. Uh, is legit rubbing his forearm yeah. on the top of Nabisco's head. Yeah. And then Nabisco claims his hair is being pulled. <laughs> yeah. And then the ref makes a motion like, no, 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 it was his forearm, as if to say, he wasn't pulling your hair, he was rubbing his arm on your head like yeah. a psychopath. <laughs> and then... He does, and then like, Larry Nabisco later, doesn't even have a lot of hair. I know, and then 30 seconds later, he does it again. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> That's a move. Like, I've seen people do that to, like, people's faces. He did it on the top yeah, of his head. Yeah, to the face makes sense, because you're just smushing the nose and shit. Imagine if you were trying to give someone a noogie with right, your, your forearm. forearm. Yeah. I was dumbfounded. Yeah, it was weird as shit. When he did it the second time, I was like, what? <laughs> what is it's happening? It's just another one of those fucking rest hold things. Like, we just got a fucking... Uh, this match was super boring, so we yeah. got to hear a lot of the in-ring chatter. Yes. Um, and at one point, Zabisco uh, has him in... in the, while he's in the submission attempt that yeah. Baby Doll is negging him for, <laughs> uh, we get a good Barry Windham going, you bastard. Yes. yes. <laughs> that made me laugh. I was like, oh, really you hard. bastard. <laughs> yes. I was like, ooh, I don't think you're supposed to do that. <laughs> Uh oh! There's also a part where we get to see Larry Zabisco's taint hair. Thank you very much for oh, that. Oh, I missed that. Thank God. Oh, just a a really poor timed camera shot uh-huh. where they, they should have cut to another angle. Right. Uh, there was no reason for this camera to be the the main camera yeah. at this point. And uh, you, it's basically like um, <laughs> the way it looks whenever like a man will will put on like a, a woman's bikini bottom and then that hair. Sticks out, sticks and you, out the side, you can yeah. tell the difference between the hair on their thigh and the hair yeah. that's oh, coming it's from, very different. from their yeah. genitalia. Yeah, it's much coarser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, ooh, gross. Thanks. Don't yeah. like it. Um, also, there's a part where uh, Larry Zabisco rams Wyndham into the. Yes. Er, he, he pulls his nuts into the yeah. goal or er, yeah. into the ring post. Yeah. And then they cut to the audience who is just laughing <laughs> yes. hysterically. Yeah. He like wishbones them into the fucking turnbuckle. And people are reacting oh, as man. if they watched the funniest fucking yeah. thing in the world. Because it's New York. There's nothing they like more than seeing ah, other fucking, people. Hey, fucking <laughs> hit him in the nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forget about it. Hey, you fucking see that? He fucking smashed his nuts into the fucking post. I fucking bet that shit hurt. <laughs> oh, God. God they loved it. They fucking loved it. So then Larry Zabisco wins by high heel. Is yeah. What I wrote. Yeah. But uh, uh, so, yeah, so Baby Doll throws her, throws her high heel in the ring, and Zabisco hits Wyndham with it. But Jim Ross can't find the word for high heel. He says spiked. Spiked. But he, I, it takes him a second. He's like, he's got that. That long, uh, that long shoe spiked heel that he hit him with. Like he has, he can't find the words. He's just like, uh, you know that uh, uh, lady shoe. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that long lady shoe. <laughs> oh boy. 
Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Two Planet Productions is a team comprised of some of the most talented wedding photographers, videographers, and production designers with over 20 years of combined experience in the industry. Besides working with some of the most beautiful brides in the world, they have also produced content for commercial businesses and nonprofit organizations such as the Tulsa Mayor's Office, the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, Tulsa Lifestyle Magazine, Rocklahoma, and musical acts such as the Deftones. Members of their staff and of the Two Planet team have won multiple Couples' Choice Awards and Best of the Best Awards from The Knot, Wedding Wire, and were part of the team that was voted People's Choice for Best Photographers from Tulsa People Magazine 2013. Two Planet Productions remains the most affordable group of fun, professional artists to entrust your life's most precious moments to. www.twoplanetproductions.com, find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, or call 918-280-8528. And... We have an exclusive deal that you can only get if you listen to the Channel 4.5 Network. If you tell them that we sent you, you will receive a free single-session shoot with the purchase of any wedding package. That's a $500 value for free. That free session could be an engagement, bridals, first anniversary photos, or anything else that you want to be saved and captured forever. Hello there, everybody. I am here to tell you that today's show is brought to you by Thompson Cigar Company. Whether you're new to the hobby of cigars or a longtime aficionado, Thompson Cigar Company has a solution to all your smoke needs. Since the day they were founded in 1915, making them the oldest mail-order cigar company in the country, which is pretty freaking awesome, they've always been devoted to delivering a massive selection of products covering all price ranges and tastes at a fraction of what a comparable brand would cost. To ensure that your cigars are always fresh and full of flavor, Thompson Cigar Company operates out of the largest inventory humidor in the United States. They also have 200 trained professionals on hand and ready to provide personalized customer service and can answer any question you could ever have about cigars. Plus, there's a bonus. Because you listen to our podcast here at Channel 4 and a Half, we have an exclusive offer that will save you money. Click a link in the description of our show and receive one of three offers. Purchase any cigar in their special cigar collection and your entire order ships free. Or receive free shipping on any orders $99 and above. Or, third or, save up to 73% when you purchase a five-pack Fever Cigars. Shop Thompson Cigar and save money and support our shows. So that match ends, and then we get something weird happens uh-huh. uh, because it cuts immediately to, to the Ric Flair middle Ric Flair, and it in says the there's a little little disclaimer at the bottom that says presented in the most complete form possible due to original product technical difficulties, original production technical Tec- difficulties, production difficulties, which basically yes. is them saying, "Hey, uh, when we did this the first time, we fucked up. Yeah, we lost some of the footage. So what we did was we cut out the fucked up part. Yes." And this is what you have this left. This is, yeah. Deal with it. It can't. Now, this match is fucking, as we see it, is 21 minutes long. Right. So, with so the intros, we only missed. There had to have been, yeah. So we didn't, I don't think we missed that much. No. Because yeah. we see the beginning of the match. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> at one point towards the beginning, um, you know, Flair's getting beat up by Hawk. He's establishing how much power, more yeah, powerful yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. And he gets thrown outside. And then J.J. Dillon. Uh, Calls for timeout. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing just, you can uh, do. Hey, time. Yeah, that's not. That doesn't work in wrestling. Hold up. Yeah, that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. have timeouts. Uh, no. You cannot challenge a play. No, it's <laughs> no, not. No, you can't huddle. You can't. <laughs> no, confer with your partner to figure out what to do. Yeah, yeah. You can't take thirty seconds to write up a play on a <laughs> yeah, whiteboard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was dumb. Uh, I hate JJ Dillon. I don't like yeah. the way he looks. Yeah, he looks like. Okay, he doesn't look like Stacy Keach does, but he looks like the type of character that Stacy Keach, Keach would play, would play yes. in like American History X. Yes, yes, <laughs> something like that. He just or that Cheech and Chong movie where he turns into a lizard. Yes, Which I just I'm, I'm that was uh, oh fuck, Nice Dreams. Yes, yeah, nice. um, yeah. JJ Dillon just made me uneasy. He made me feel like uh, a guy that would just do not good things. I just don't like the name JJ. Me neither. 
JJ. I know a JJ, but he's a like a ten year old child. See, right? And yes. it's Joel Junior. Yeah. And so like that's acceptable JJ. for me. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But when you're like sixty ish, no, don't be going JJ. J- I mean, you know, especially like what if his name is like, you know, Joe James James James, James J Dillon. Yeah, James, James J Dillon. James Joseph James. Yeah. Jehoshaphat. His real name is James Morrison. Uh huh. But his his character name is James J. Dillon. He doesn't have a middle name in real life. No, what at f- least not no, no what one a that's a fucking listed. phony. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my You're JJ just cuz no fuck you. My oldest friend and roommate Matt. His middle his middle name is literally just the initial J. What? It's not J A Y or anything. It's just J. Huh. So anytime, like, I've, for whatever reason, I've had to write his name down. I always like Jurassic Park or Jumanji or just <laughs> any random J thing for his middle name. My middle initial is J, but it stands for James. Mine is W. Walter. Win. Win. W Y N N. Oh, I like, thought W I N. No, no, Cameron Win Porter. Porter. No, Win W Y N. My middle name is Win. <laughs> yeah, the winner. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's good. That's yeah. awesome. It's my grandma's maiden name. Very Irish. My favorite middle name ever, though, goes to my friend Viet, whose middle name is Hung. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. That's a that's a that's a built-in conversation piece. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or just a way to be a creep. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how you use it. <laughs> uh, we get a really really classic flare flop in yes. here. A couple oh, of yes. them really, but yeah. this is the first one where I was just like, oh shit. Yeah. I liked, We're getting into Flair Flair I now. liked the pacing of this match a lot, because like you said, it starts off with like Flair establishing his dominance. Or no, Hawk. Or Hawk, it, yeah, they, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. Sh- They're showing how much stronger he is yeah. than Flair. Yeah, but Flair keeps trying to like get it, and Hawk just keeps body slamming him the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> And Flair, you can tell this was a match where like Hawk is a newer wrestler, yeah. and, and Flair's really trying to help him make yeah, this yeah, match. Yeah. And so Flair's giving him a lot of instructions oh, through this yeah. match. Oh, well, you can tell. Yeah, yeah. Like he goes he's up talking to, shop to him, him a and you lot. Can hear him like, "Pick me up." Yeah, yeah, a lot of yeah. stuff. But, uh, but man, and that it's another credit to Ric Flair because yeah. you know he made this match. This yeah. is a good it was fucking a good match. match. Yeah, it was. Uh, Hawk I, is a lot of fun to watch yeah. for me. Which he, was weird though. Like I, I never would have thought like. That Hawk, and this is for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, also. Right. So it's weird. Like, why? Like, I don't know why they would choose Hawk. Yeah, why were they splitting up this tag I team that's know. just like, these are, I don't know. Maybe they were like wondering if they would work apart from each other maybe. early in their tag teamishness, yeah. something or like that. Or maybe because since uh, Animals in the Bunkhouse Stampede finale, maybe they're like, we got to give Hawk something to do, maybe. too. Yeah. Um, Hawk, by the way, uh, looks like a roided out version of major dad which i don't know if you remember major dad was a sitcom from the late 80s or early 90s i can't remember when yeah uh but i made a side by side of them that i'll definitely put on the facebook page uh and it you know when you add like the little bit of makeup on Mm -hmm. on hawk it really could pass as the guy who played major dad gerald something or other i can't remember his real name uh, he showed me the picture of him side by side, and it is it's uncanny. fucking crazy. It is it's uncanny. so funny because yeah. there was a, a, a like the first few minutes of the match. Uh, I'm watching it, going, "Who the fuck does Hawk look like?" <laughs> and then it hit me. I was like, "Major Dad." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Immediately, Google image search. <laughs> so, uh, oh, also, who's the guy with Hawk? Paul Ellering. Paul Ellering. Ellering. Okay, so they. Yeah. We obviously missed the introduction. Right. Paul, um, Paul Ellering. I don't recognize him. Paul Ellering is the longtime Road Warriors manager. He's, okay. He was with them from the beginning. Yeah, Why Paul don't I re- I don't remember him. He must have we not come seen, to WWF. We, he did, but did I he? think he had a diminished role. We just haven't seen a lot of them. We haven't seen Fair a enough. lot of the Road Warriors or the Legion of Doom, as they're called later yet. Yeah. We have, we've seen a, a little bit, but not a lot. Right. Well, I think our yeah, the, we've only seen him twice. Yeah. Because the first one was the Skywalkers. Yeah, and he was out there for the Skywalkers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I don't remember yeah. things. But anyway, so they don't reference him until like ten or fifteen minutes into yeah. the match, and at that point, every time they say his name, I could not understand yeah. what they were saying. E L L E R I N G Ellering. It's another one of those yeah. just lazy mouth things yeah. where Paul Ellering. Paul Ellering. Huh? <laughs> Dude, I do a lot of that when with these guys. <laughs> what, huh? Say again. Um, it was like uh, I think what was it? Eighty-seven with Missy Hyatt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Missy Hyatt. I thought they were saying Missy Hyde. Missy like Hyde. H y d e. Yeah. 
Uh, nope, just uh, can't, you know, make a second <laughs> syllable. It's tough. It's tough. You Paul Ehring. Uh, these fucking, the fucking, whoa, the fucking time announcements God damn it, make right? me want to murder. Right? I hate it. It takes you out of everything. So yeah. fucking much. Like, even Especially if one like, this long where they're yeah. like, five minutes has transpired, five minutes, 55 remaining. Don't tell me how much is left. I don't think anybody in that arena is thinking that that match is going to go if 60 I, if fucking I was, minutes. If I was in an arena... And they said five minutes remaining, 55, or five minutes past, 55 remaining. I'd be like, oh, I got time to go to the concession yeah, stand. Yeah, I'm going to go take a shit. Yeah. Gonna go I'm not going to miss anything. Nothing exciting is going to happen until the end. No. Yeah. This was 1988, though. You could probably smoke a joint right in the middle of NASA. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone would really care. <laughs> this is New York. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a point where they're, they're fucking around outside of the ring. Uh, yeah. Hawk picks up the old school wooden, wooden stairs, stairs yeah. and chucks it a good, like, <laughs> Eight feet. It's, it's all the way the length of the ring, almost. Right, and you yeah. can tell just b- by the physics of looking at him pick it up. You're like, that's heavy. Yeah, and he, just, he yeah, he's a big fucking it's strong funny. guy. It's funny because there's this running sort of joke now that like because now they've got the wooden with like the diamond pattern, you know, or not wooden but uh, metal. Yeah, yeah, like stairs, and uh, they're. You can tell they're, I mean, they're sturdy, but they're not very heavy. Right. Because there's a lot of empty space, but people pick them up and they they're always try and hollow. sell it. Yeah. But people pick them up and they always try and sell it like, like oh, they're so, so heavy. Strong. Yeah. But you look at these old wooden stairs and that you're... are wooden and metal brackets. Yeah. That shit is heavy. Yeah, because that's not like fucking balsa wood. You right. can't stand on that. Exactly. It's like thick planks of wood yeah. with metal brackets holding them together. That shit is heavy, and yeah. he picks it up and hucks it like it's nothing. Yeah, um, and then uh, uh, <laughs> and then I think it's around this same time where uh, he Flair gets thrown out of the ring in front of some fans, and we see two guys just so New York <laughs> leather jackets. Yes, they immediately stand up. Fuck you, Flair. <laughs> fuck you, and they're, they're audibly saying "fuck you" and giving him the finger. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> so New York of you. <laughs> it really is. Um, oh yeah, this is where I wrote down. Hawk looks like Major Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the front remember, of the the uh, front of the referee's pants are pulled up too high in this match. Really, I didn't I, notice that. I don't know why I did, <laughs> but it made me uncomfortable because it was just the front. It seemed like weird. Yeah, like it seemed like the front was pulled up higher than the back. Weird. Like the whole. I mean, his pants in general were pulled up too well, yeah. too high. Yeah, because you know he's got fupa going on. <laughs> Um, fat upper penis area, yeah, if you don't yeah, know what yeah. that is. Pubic area. Yeah. I, I like to... It depends on the gender. I like to say fat upper penis area because it makes me think of a, the upper part of your penis being yeah, fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's funny <laughs> to me. I like funny visuals. <laughs> no, but it looked like just the front was pulled up, and I was like, Weird. that's an interesting that choice. Happen? Is it comfortable for him? I don't or know. Or is it a matter of necessity? I don't necessity? understand the physics of it, because exactly. if you bend forward, your pants are going to fall it, like a little bit. Yeah. That's... That's so weird. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that. So his belt must have been just unbelievably oh, yeah. tight. Yeah. Like that and that's It was a, like like a corset. Yeah, and when you have your pants up that high, that's a bad idea because you're, you know, there's organs Crushing around there. Your kidneys, yeah, your there's like stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> stuff that's got to yeah. do other stuff to keep you alive. The body's not made to be squished. No, nah, man, you can't just like make a tourniquet in the middle of your whole body. <laughs> a tourniquet for your torso. <laughs> Tor- torsniquet? Turn We'll work on that. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. I couldn't remember. I looked it up. I couldn't remember which of the Road Warriors died, and it was Hawk. Hawk yeah, 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 yeah. That's, Hawk, that's Hawk passed away. Yeah. Um, uh, is this is this our introduction? At least our introduction. When when I say this, by the way, in the future, a lot of times I'll I'll reference our introduction to someone, and that just means it's the first time that we've, we've seen, seen them on one of yeah. the shows that we are doing. It doesn't mean that this is their first uh, appearance in wrestling or or what have you. Yeah. Um. So, but I think this is our introduction to uh, the Ric Flair Woo. Yeah. This like, is, I don't yeah. remember us hearing it previously. Yeah. The Woo kind of started with the. Four Four Horsemen. Okay, and this is so, the, the, the beginning of the Four Horsemen right. era. And we know, we'll know that because there's a couple of them in yeah. the next match. Yep, one of wearing them is wearing their own belly shirt. shirts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll crop get top, we'll crop get top, crop top, crop top, <laughs> cut down on the sides. Yeah, yeah, cut down on the armpits. <laughs> it's real, very real, real low. It's really like it's not even anything. It's like I a think, bib. I think half of my notes for the next match are about their attire. <laughs> 
the entire match. There's a lot. It was so fun. We'll just fucking, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, uh, Hawk wins this one. Well, hold on. He, uh, the, the last couple notes I wrote on this one were uh, uh, Hawk's arms look like they were about to explode when oh, he's dude. when he's pulling them backwards on the mat. Yes. Um, like I really, like I was like, ooh, he might injure himself right <laughs> here. Uh, and then. Uh, yeah, so this ends with a fucking disqualification, uh, but it, it's a super fun thing for Hawk because he gets to look superhuman. Yeah, because he the ref gets knocked out. Yeah, he uh, he's covering Ric Flair. He yeah. could have beat him two or three times yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. JJ Dillon comes in, hits him with the steel chair, and he stands up immediately. Yeah. Then Ric Flair hits him with the chair, and he doesn't ref react. Sees it. Yeah, and then uh, and then Ric Flair just hits him right in front of the referee yeah. eventually to get disqualified and yeah. keep his belt. So Flair keeps so, yeah, the belt. But that's it. Hawk won. But so yeah, cool, cool match for Hawk. Even yeah, though he lost, good match, real good match. <laughs> uh, there is one funny part at the end though. So like after uh, Flair beats Cheeks out of the ring, uh-huh. uh, you know, yeah, yeah, Paul Ellering and Hawk are still in there, and you see Hawk go to the ref. Like the ref raises his hands, and then you see Hawk do that, the generic belt motion. Where's my fucking belt? Yeah, and the ref like points. He's like, he doesn't get it. And then Paul Ellering looks at Hawk and sort of does a shrug. He goes, sorry, buddy, but then still goes like, woo, and like throws his hands in the air. He's like, you should be, I'm sorry, but you should be happy. We won. (laughs) Yeah, it was really funny. Technically, it's a W. (laughs) Yeah. W is a W, baby. Man, be happy. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't get an L in your your record. Uh, so this is another one where they fucking read the entirety of the credits. Yeah, so so we in have between. to – this is a steel cage match, so we have to have time for them to set up the, sca- the cage, which I'm so glad that WWF figured out how to just lower the cage, have it pre-built, and just lower it down to the ring, because this time for them to set it up is excruciating. It's long. Yeah. I mean, it, there's a good seven or eight minutes between yeah. these two matches. Because at the end of this match, and they, they did it for a little bit, like after the first match, they showed a couple of recaps. But <laughs> yeah, the yeah. end of this one, they show almost the entire half of the match oh, man. in slow-mo. Yeah, just to, just to save time. And then they do credits. And, and they then... literally read every yeah. single one. Yeah. I don't like that. Me neither. Just, and then by the time they're done, the cage is still only half built. Yeah. Like, I would have rather them just let the credits roll yeah. and then with that shitty replacement music. Exactly. Yeah. And I could have just been. Bah, bah, but I don't want to hear Bob Cottle going, uh, Jim and Crockett. Production Pro- designer, uh, 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 Nemo Kevin Production. Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. Is uh, Todd Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That shit you posted with the fucking Japanese. Bobson Dugnut. <laughs> yes. So, I'll, I'll, actually, I should share it on ours, even though it's yeah, not yeah. wrestling related. It's, still, yeah. it's fun. Uh, in the 90s, there was a uh, baseball game developed by a Japanese uh, game designer who had to come up with a series of what he thought were American names. And uh, there's a picture of that list. And it, it's unbelievably funny. It's so many, so many of the So many names. of them are one letter away from being a, right. an, an actual American name. It seems like he gets, like, D's and J's confused a lot. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, but my, my favorites are uh, Mike Truck, uh, Bobson Dugnut, uh, Todd Gonzalez. Uh, Sleeve McDykel. Yeah, yeah. That's Steve McMichael. Yeah, Steve McMichael is Sleeve, Sleeve McDykel. Onsen uh, Sweemy. Yeah, Onsen Sweemy. Daryl Archideld. Archideld. That's Archibald, one of my. F- like, that's one of my favorite yeah. new fake last names, Archideld. Anatoly Smorin, which sounds Russian. Yeah. Or an uh, Italian first name. Italian first name, Russian last name. Ray Miscriff, which sounds not too bad. No. Uh, Glenn Allen Mixon. That sounds like a real name. That sounds like a real name. Yeah. But Glenn Allen, it's not like if it was Glenn Allen Mixon. Well, this Glenn is Allen Glenn is Allen. a real first name. Is Glenn really? Allen Hill was oh, a, was a, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never heard that. And then Mixon is, is a, a, a last name for sure. Uh, this is my favorite. Mario Mick. Rawain, M C R L W A I N. That that one just has too many consonants consecutively. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Raul Chamberlain. Chinger- Chamberlain. Not Chamberlain. 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 Uh, Kevin Nog Noglini. Oh God. <laughs> Tony Smur S M E H R I K. I don't know how to pronounce that. Smurlick. Smurick. Smerrick, 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 uh, Bobson Dugnut, <laughs> Bobson Dugnut. <laughs> Dugnut. <laughs> That's my new uh, alter ego. Oh, th- this one, uh, 
just new, read the new WWE game is coming out next week, and uh, I'm definitely going to name a character I make after this guy, Willie Dustus. Willie Dustus. <laughs> Willie Dustus. Uh, then and then just read the last three. Uh, Carl Dandleton. <laughs> Carl Dandleton. Dandleton. I love that. Carl Dandleton. Mike. Cernandez. Cernandez. And then Todd Gonzalez. Todd Gonzalez. Cernandez and and Gonzalez. I fucking love it so much. So good. So funny. All right, so here we go. Bunkhouse Stampede Finals. Which is not, I have no idea what this is. This was so (laughs) fucking confusing. It was hard to watch. It was hard to pay attention to, but it was entertaining. It was. Like, it was hard to keep track of really what was happening. And also, all eight men were in there for most of the match. Yeah. Like, everybody just started getting eliminated uh, one by one. Um, So, here's our combatants. We got Dusty Rhodes, The Barbarian, Tully Blanchard, uh, Ivan Koloff, Lex Luger, Road Warrior Animal, Arn Anderson, and the Warlord. Yeah. Which this is our introduction to the Warlord. Warlord, yeah. Uh, we have not seen the Warlord. This nope. is pre-face paint Warlord. Uh, and the Barbarian and the Warlord each look like one of the Road Warriors. That's what I, yeah, I wrote down that I kept confusing yeah. the Barbarian for so, okay. Animal. So the Road Warriors, I'm sure you're probably familiar with them. They have very distinctive hairstyles. They're reverse of each other. Yes, uh, Animal has a mohawk. They are they're sort of a yin and yang. Yeah, Animal <laughs> has a mohawk that comes up around the ears and then a long rat tail, and then sort of Mr. T style. Mr. T style mohawk, and then Hawk just has two mohawks on the sides. Yes, yeah. like the part that would would be shaved has yes. hair, and the part that has yeah. hair is bald. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like just they're they're exactly they're the antithesis. Of and each other. Barbarian and Warlord have the same hairstyles. Yeah. Almost and identically. And almost identical face Warlords paint. is a little poofier. Yeah, it's a little poofier, but He's got still, a little bit more sideshow And bob. they have almost identical face paint and identical tights. Right. And it's very confusing. But Hawk, no, or I mean, the Warlord, no face paint in this no, one. Right. However, he does have on a lifeguard tank top. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, I'm going to just get right into the uh, attire because oh. that's the first half of my notes. Speaking of attire, I forgot to mention Barry Windham. And this pay-per-view looks like a very knockoff Hulk Hogan. Yeah, He's got the he, yellow trunks. But it's like pastel yellow. Yeah, <laughs> Instead yeah. of it's like weird. the yellow yeah, yellow. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dusty Rhodes wrestling in straight Wranglers and a trucker hat. I wrote Dusty looks like he's on his way to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Dude, he, I mean, he, it's not like tights made to look like jeans. No, These are fucking jeans. jeans. But he has one knee pad on the outside <laughs> of the jeans. Damn it. Uh, yeah, with a backwards trucker hat on. Uh-huh. Uh, and a yellow tank top. Yeah, Warlord is wearing a lifeguard tank top. Yes. Arn Anderson is wearing a four horseman shirt that's been cut into a crop top. It's not even. It's like a bib. It's not even a crop top. Yeah, I mean, it's it's barely covering any of his person. Yeah. Um. So at that point, I wrote Arn Anderson's wearing a fucking crop top. What is happening? <laughs> Everyone is dressed like the arm wrestlers from Over the Top. Yes. 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 Um. God damn it. I, I want to make like a, a collage yeah. of, of yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. and put it together and you won't be able to tell who was <laughs> who was on what. But uh, yeah, then the match, the match. Oh, Animal comes down with what I called the royalty free version of the Spider-Man logo <laughs> painted on his face because yes, yes. it's like a yellow web with yeah. a uh, black spider yeah. that's in a different shape. <laughs> so it's the royalty free version. But we know what it was. We know. We know. Uh, and then, yeah, match starts. Dusty still wearing that hat. Still wearing that. That seems like a weird choice. Yeah, uh, was it was it Tully Blanchard or Ivan Koloff that were just like just wore like a teal shirt in a pair? That of was blue Tully. Jeans? That was Tully. Okay, he yeah. had like a teal like sweatshirt cut into a t shirt. Yeah, and then you know, a where, pair of blue jeans. And, yeah, and that the that eighty style where they'd cut the bottom part of the yeah. sweatshirt off yeah, yeah, and yeah. then cut the sleeves at a at a t shirt level. Yeah. And then make it like a sporty sweat. He was the one, like, Dusty was just wearing, like, regular clothes, but he was the one that looked like he wasn't supposed to be there. Oh, I feel like they all look like they were <laughs> supposed to be there. So, you know, uh, Koloff is wearing, like, all of his Russian colors, but, yeah. but like, the, the workout version. That's right, because he gets his, like, tank top. His, like, gold gym uh, version. Yeah, he gets his, like, Adidas tracksuit ripped off, the top of it ripped off, and he's just got the regular singlet on yes. underneath. Uh, yeah. Several of them are wearing weight belts. Yeah. It doesn't Which look come like- into play later. Yeah, it doesn't look like they should be uh, going to a, a match. No. Uh, yeah, this is where I wrote it's hard to pay attention to this. Keep thinking Warlord is Hawk. Yeah. Also keep thinking Barbarian is Animal. So at one point, uh, Warlord and Barbarian team up on Animal. And Barbarian has his arms like held behind his back, and Warlord's hitting him. 
and it took me because they're wearing all the same tights, and his just says Warlord down the side. Yeah, the other one says Barbarian. Barbarian. And then uh, Hawk sa- or Animal says Warrior. And at first I was like, oh, were they breaking up? Because I thought Barbarian was Hawk. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, are they breaking them up? Is that why they split <laughs> them up? beating and then, up on each other? Yeah, and then I was like, oh, wait, that's Barbarian. They just look exactly yeah. alike. Well, and then there were several times where Warlord is fighting Animal, and I'm like, why are you guys are friends? <laughs> yeah. Why are you fighting? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is another one where I had to write in all capital letters, stop putting your mouths <laughs> on blood. It's a reoccurring segment I on this show. fucking handle it. Yes. Because this, and it happened several times in this match, and at one point the barbarian was doing it, yeah. and then like spitting the blood yes. out. Yes. And I almost threw up. Yeah. And I have a strong constitution. There's not a lot that makes me <laughs> want to actually shit vomit. That is gross. Oh, my God. And it, like, I get that they're like, this makes me look like the toughest person in the no, world. No, it just makes you look gross. My stomach turned a little bit yeah. just now. Um, and you got to think, it's not just blood. It's blood and sweat. Well, and it's not yours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have put blood. I have put my own blood in my mouth. Yeah. You get a tiny cut on your finger, you, you put, put your put finger in, in your mouth. Yeah. It's a thing we have all done. Yeah. I get that. But putting my mouth on someone else's blood on purpose? No, thank you. Never going to happen. No, thank you. <laughs> so disgusting. <laughs> I can't handle it. Uh <laughs> we get a clever JR moment. Uh at one point Dusty Rhodes is uh looks like he's on the verge of being eliminated. Uh which by the way, Let's talk about the logistics of eliminating someone by throwing In them over steel, the top there's of a steel so cage. There's so much that goes. There's so much you have to rely on your opponent to do to throw them over the steel cage. Oh, you mean basically crawl out themselves? <laughs> yes. Because that's what happens. It doesn't make any sense. Now, luckily, I think they kind of realize that because a lot of them go out through the door. And even that. Yeah. It's still the, the way they look when they're trying, quote unquote, I'm putting air quotes, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. air quotes around trying to push someone out of the door yeah. is maddening. So the very the last three people to go, get eliminated, we're not going to do this in order because fuck that. It's too. Well, I, got, I mean, I got it written down. It's really easy. Koloff goes out first. Yeah. Then Warlord and Animal go at the same time. And uh, and yeah. And then uh, and then three people together. So when Luger. Uh, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard all go out. They all go out as three, but Arn Luger... Anderson walked out exactly. onto the stairs. Exactly. On... Arn was in the ring when they all got hit and went out, so Luger and Blanchard fall, and then Arn just has to step through the ropes and then pretend to fall. No, it's Tully. Was it Tully? Arn okay, was okay. on the steps. He yeah, got out right, and was right, on right. the steps. Yeah. In fr- yeah, with yeah. Luger in between the two yeah. of them, and yeah, no, and Tully, Tully had, had to, to like crawl. Oh. Yeah, he basically so flops. Bad. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah, and it looks awful. It's Everything so bad. it looked like it was on yeah. purpose. I nobody did anybody get eliminated by actually going over the top? They yes, okay. uh, yeah, um, Koloff did. Okay, and uh, the last one, which you know, we end up with Dusty and the Barbarian. That's right, Barbarian goes out, That's and right. the Barbarian. They literally both crawl to the top yeah, just together. for whatever reason. And then, oh, God damn it. This made me so <laughs> upset. The Barbarian has one leg over on either side. He's straddling the top of the cage. And Dusty is on the top rope. Yeah. And then he goes for the, he winds up like he's going to do the, the classic Dusty bionic Rhodes bionic elbow. elbow. Logistically, he's way too far yeah, away. Yeah. So the barbarian has to lean down really Get far real and give him his head. <laughs> yeah. And then that sends him out over the top over the top of the of the steel cage. Um <laughs> and yeah, that was unfucking yeah, believable. With an elbow. Oh, at one point I wrote down that this match was so long that people's wounds were clotting. <laughs> yes. Like people that had been bloodied were yeah. no longer bleeding. My favorite part of the match, uh uh, Blanchard pulls off his weight belt yes. and starts hitting people, but then Dusty grabs it from him and starts hitting people. But there's one point where he whips everyone away from him, and everyone's in the corners and against, and he just starts swinging it around his head <laughs> yeah. like a fucking helicopter. <laughs> it's so good. And then he and Animal start trading it off yeah. to beat people up with yeah. it. That was funny. Yeah. He's just like, there like, you go. <laughs> He's like, hey, here, you take it. <laughs> yeah. You take it, Daddy. Go hit some people. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So yeah, Dusty Rhodes wins, and I wrote. Uh, so they. The, the, by the way, they mention about a million and a half times that this is for five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand dollars, half a million dollars, <laughs> and a giant novelty part, boot. A giant three foot tall cowboy boot. Like you would see in an ad for Justin yes, at, yes. at Drysdale's. Yes, exactly. It's like something you'd see like on top of a billboard. Yeah, and he's just carrying it around the ring, just this giant ass cowboy boot. Uh, it is comically. It's he, hilarious. So stupid. Yeah. I like the idea of like you win half of a million dollars. Yeah, and, and a novelty size cowboy this boot. Stupid ass. And he's boot. like parading this thing around the ring like it's the fucking Stanley Cup. Oh yeah. Like he's holding it over Stoked. his head. Yeah. Stoked, oh, yeah. man. I got yeah. a, uh, a big old. I boot. would. They would hand me the boot, and I'd look in the boot for the check, and then drop the boot, and be, "Where's my fucking money?" Yeah. Like that check ain't in there. What the fuck is this boot for? <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna do with this boot? Yeah. I can't put my fucking foot in it. <laughs> also, there's only one. There's <laughs> one boot. Can't put both of them in there. Maybe he used it as a bassinet for his son. That's why gold dust is so weird. He grew up in a boot. He grew up in a big novelty boot. Oh, man. Fuck. All right. Well, that was Bunkhouse Stampede 1988. Our shortest, yeah. shortest pay-per-view, most boring pay-per-view. Well, half uh, and half. Half and half. Maybe 60-40 boring. Yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty fair. So, big news. Next week, or next time, we make our triumphant return to the WWF. That's right. For SummerSlam. Summer yeah. SummerSlam 1988. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, be here. Listen to for that. Be sure and uh, rate and review us on iTunes. It helps out a lot. Find us on Facebook. That's right. Please Use do. Use that. Hashtag Durful. That's right. Yeah. Oh, we love it. Hashtag Durful. We'll see you in two weeks. Adios. Channel 4 and a half.